Today we're talking with Greg Keneally, CEO of newly formed Mission Hill Hospitality, a KSL company. Mission Hill was one of the most aggressive buyers in the select service hotel space in 2021. We're going to find out why the entry into this new space and why now. Thanks for joining. All right, Greg, Greg Keneally, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I'm excited. This one's going to be great. Thank you for being here. Sorry you got roped in. No, good. My pleasure. Happy to do it. It's an so, honor. So here's what I want to do. Uh, obviously, I want to have you listen. You guys, for me at least, were a great story. We we selfishly have done a ton of work over the last year. Yes, much but appreciated. I think, I think the story is is uh, one for the industry, so I want to share it with everyone. Oh, so obviously, you. where I'm starting is uh, I think you sort of came out of nowhere to be one of the most active players in our space. So I want to know how you did it, why you did it, um, uh, and where you're headed next. Okay. Uh, but before we do that, before we talk about KSL and Mission Hill. Uh, as always, my favorite question, I got to know who is Greg Keneally and how did you end up in this crazy space that we call the hotel world? Well, um, let's see. Um, I got so you. How, I got you already. This is good. <laughs> no. So the, the how I got into the hotel world, honestly, is more dumb luck than strategy, to be candid. Um, I, uh, I had come out of. Though. Yeah, it's 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 a bit, it's a bit a little bit silly, but it, it all's well that ends well, I guess. So I. Uh, I, after I graduated from Kellogg in Chicago, uh, I was working for LaSalle Investment Management, the traditional real estate private equity group, and uh, came to understand that the hotel investment industry seemed a lot more interesting than sort of office and industrial. And uh, I, I was fortunate enough to have a, a friend who worked at Jones Lang LaSalle, a guy named uh, Guy Geller, uh, Lawrence Geller's son, yeah. who was kind enough uh, after chatting with me a bit about what I want to do with my career to introduce me to his dad. So if you know Lawrence Geller, he's a very colorful individual. Yep. Um, and after six months of, of uh, doggedly pursuing his administrative assistant, I got a 20-minute meeting, um, which was incredibly intimidating in his fancy offices on the 44th floor of West Wacker Drive. And um, I went in for the meeting. We had a good chat. And sort of at the end, I said, well, you know, Mr. Geller, if there was ever a chance to work here, I'd love the opportunity. And he looked me square in the face and said, that's great, kid, but you don't know shit about hotels. Um, and so uh, he said, but, you know, you seem like a nice young man. If you can, if you can convince my CEO to hire you, I won't object. Uh, and so uh, he introduced me to uh, Richard Moreau, who was the CEO of, of Strategic for a long, long time, who has now become a good friend and a mentor of mine, um, who, who was fortunate enough to hire me back in 2006. Um, and I've kind of been in love with the industry ever since. Um, like everybody else, KSL or, uh, excuse me, Strategic went through. Uh, tough time with the global financial crisis. Their stock went down to 62 cents. Uh, they laid off the majority of the organization. Uh, I managed to survive that, I think, frankly, because they were paying me so little. Um, and uh, But that created opportunity. And so I got more responsibility. And um, and it's been kind of a love affair for me ever since. So uh, so then when the jump to KSL? Can we, so can I, we, uh, I made the move to KSL. To KSL. Yeah, I made the move from Strategic to KSL in, in 2011. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, with the strong endorsement and, and frankly, help of Richard Moreau um, yeah. and, and a lot of support from Lawrence, they called Mike and Eric and, and basically told him to hire um, when they knew I was interested in the role, which was I could not have been a, a better transition. They could not have been more gracious. Uh, and I'm still in touch with them to this day. So, yeah, so I came to KSL in 2011 and was there uh, for 10 years until sort of formally leaving the nest and starting Mission Hill. All right, so so do that then. So we we know KSL, right? Traditionally, kind of like sure. one of the big players out there, uh, and so. lots of different investment worlds. 
Uh, yeah. so in our world, they have been in the uh, what I'll call full service and resort. That's okay. No KSL, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about there, and then why the transition to limited service. Yeah. So KSL was an amazing learning opportunity for me, right? Because they um, not only are they the best at what they do, but they're they tend to go after very operationally complicated, yes. large scale, almost battleship size resorts, if you will. Yes. Um, and they tend to do very steep turnarounds. And so that was a tremendous learning experience for me uh, over a 10 years. Got to work on a lot of different, you know, a lot of different hotels, a lot of different companies, uh, and has been have been heavily involved in Davidson as again for the last five years, um, uh, which has been uh, also an amazing experience. Um, but you know, KSL has been talking about getting into select service and extended stay forever. Now that was not my idea. That was the KSL has been talking about, you know, how do we expand our investable universe? You know, select service, extended stay in any given year is roughly one third of the hotel transactions in the United States. You know, how do we figure this out? And um, the how was the real issue, right? Because KSL is large, they go after large deals. The average select service hotel is too small as a standalone investment. So for a number of years, they looked at portfolio buys and strategic partnerships and could never quite find the right fit. And at a certain point after lots of round and round, we just said, you know what, screw it. We have to do it ourselves. Let's find a way to take the best of KSL, the scale, the resources, the reputation, and kind of mirror that up with a small, dedicated team of people with select service expertise who do nothing but look for those 20, 30, $50 million transactions, and then aggregate a portfolio of really high quality hotels over a long period of time. And, um, you know, I was heavily involved in kind of the business plan and, and, and the uh, getting some energy behind that idea. And so it sort of naturally evolved into uh, my taking, taking the leap and becoming the founding CEO. So, and so, and so on the time frame of that continuing, after you know trying to get in in I don't know 16 17 18 19 and, yes. and failing to jump into the limited service extended day space 2020 shows up post pandemic and that's yeah. when you go now's the time let's go all in chips on the table let's go in yes uh that, that's that's what happened um so uh you know when 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 covid hit uh our ceo eric resnick was very early in saying this is not a blip, this is not a flu. Um, this is going to be a global problem. Let's batten down the hatches and figure out how to protect our people and protect our cash flow. And so we were, I think we had the benefit of being a little bit early in that process, again, as a part of KSL's team. And so we kind of battened down the hatches like everybody else uh, over the course of the first half of 2020. And then we're fortunate to be able to shift our focus to some extent to say, okay, now where are the opportunities here? What is this dislocation, this massive dislocation create in terms of investment opportunities? Uh, we made a number uh, of investments during that time that have, that have played out quite well. And uh, we were also sort of revisiting all the older ideas from the last few years and select service kept coming up, right? And as you know, right in, whether it's a global financial crisis or God forbid a terrorist attack or a pandemic, select service and extended stays more resilient than a lot of other parts of the hotel investment universe. And so, that put it back at the top of our radar, and um, you know we said let's let's figure this out. And so, uh, with the help of my partner John Eggy, uh, he and I kind of really leaned in, came up with a business plan, hired up a few key folks who were consultants initially, and became full time teammates. Obviously, you know Tom Barber, Mark Frioli, Mike Wilbur, Carmen Almos, and we, with the help of your team, we put together the initial portfolio and uh, kind of took the leap. 
Yeah, I mean, so maybe I'll go from my perspective. I mean, you can keep buttering me up, but you were one of, for better or for worse, you, maybe Tom, I should blame Tom. Uh, Always or, blame Tom. Yes, definitely. You guys were one of the early phone calls yeah. in 2020, uh, maybe summer of 2020, when everyone's trying to figure out what the heck's going on in the world. Uh, and maybe you were, if you were being really honest, maybe you were trying to get distress. Uh, maybe not. But called said, hey. No, for sure we were. <laughs> <laughs> which was short-lived, but you yes. guys called early on and said, we want in the space. We want to get in in a big way. Uh, we're raising the capital. We've got the business plan. We want to do this. Can you guys help? Yep. And I'm confident that I thought you were crazy, but Excellent. said, ah, we got time uh, and we probably need some crazy people. So let's see how real these guys are. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, this is one of the benefits all right, this is not a Mission Hill thing. This is a KSL thing, right? So, you know, KSL has been investing in the hospitality space for, you know, 30 years at this point. And so they've been through the ups and downs. Uh, they, they have great, great conviction in the resiliency of the travel and leisure economy, right? And, and its ability to bounce back, its ability to adapt and grow. And, you know, KSL has had a very long history of investing during downturns and doing incredibly well. Uh, because they have the benefit of patient capital, they've got a lot of expertise, et cetera. So they're not in and out, right? They're not sort of right. short hotels and long office, and then some years later, long office and short hotels, right? They're, this is what they do. And so they had great conviction it would bounce back. Obviously, we have to be smart about the individual investments we're making, but yeah, there was we were not wavering on that at all. So, you know, I mean, maybe that long-term horizon is what is what helps, right? You can make some short-term mistakes if you get it right sure. on the back end. Uh, and I'll get to that where you think you're headed with this, like what the next five years looks like. But yeah, sure. uh, but I want to keep picking on this. So so again, I would argue you guys were some of the most active players in 2021. So you started in 2020 with the first people in the space, not the only ones, but there were but sure. there were others. But you were certainly one of the few being active in 2020. Uh, yeah. One of the most active in in 2021 um, on a sort of single asset acquisition. Help me, we bought what, 12, 13 assets in 2021? We bought 13 properties in 2021. I mean, that's incredibly uh, successful on that level, going from zero to 13. Uh, selfishly, I don't remember how many we sold you, eight, nine, 10, something of those, yep. um, um, which was great for a lot of, lot of people. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and I, but I think you made some really good purchases. And I would, just the way I handicap it, you guys started out pay, paying 90 cents on the dollar, uh, not 50 cents, but 90, and then quickly went to 100, and then 110, because that's the way the world was moving. Uh, you guys would probably argue differently. But um, how do you how do you see the world going now? I mean, now it, there's now there's tons of competition. We're in 2022. Everyone's got your same idea. Everyone's raised a new billion dollar fund, right? Yes. So kind of look, it's getting a lot more crowded, which is unfortunate. I really wish folks would kind of get out of the sandbox and leave us to play by ourselves. Um, and yeah, we were hoping for a big COVID discount. Obviously, that didn't happen. But, you know, uh, what KSL has shown time and time again is that if you can buy what is fundamentally great real estate, and, and that's different when you're talking about a select service asset versus a luxury resort, right? But fundamentally great real estate for what it is, and where you've got some opportunity for value creation, um, where in certain cases, but not every case, you have some level of, of sort of defendable competitive advantage. I mean, you can do incredibly well in the space. And, you know, we 
we could exit an asset in 2022, we could exit an asset in 2032. You know, we have that benefit of the timing on the exit, and that certainly helps. But we believe that if we if we made great decisions on the individual assets, so they each have to stand on their own merit, but then you also get the benefit of the aggregation, right? We felt like there was real value creation from that as well, right? So because we started in 2021, our we consider our birthday uh, March of 2021, we um, we don't have all the legacy issues. So KSL had things to work out, but Mission Hill was starting with a blank slate, right? So we were 100% focused on acquisitions. Uh, we didn't have any legacy issues, right? Fresh capital coming in, fresh debt being structured on top of it. That's an advantage, right? So we leaned into that pretty hard. And I think that, um, you know, we made some unique choices uh, from a geographical perspective. Uh, we held the bar pretty high in terms of institutional quality real estate. And I think those things will, will bear out uh, quite well long term. What do you, what do you, what's 22 going to look like for you guys? You're going to get more deals done or less deals done in 22? I think. You're going to hold me to this. So um, I think more, um, you know, we have, we have eight hotels under a letter of intent right now. Right. Um, and so, you know, I think we finished 2022, um, you know, at more than double our current size. Yeah. I would probably agree with that. I mean, it's, it's probably harder, right? There's more deals to look at. So on one hand, that's an advantage. On the other hand, there are more people competing with us. So that's annoying. Um, but um you know, we've also learned a lot, right? I mean, you know, and so we're, uh, I think we're getting smarter. I think we're getting more efficient. Uh, we're hustling like hell. And uh, so I think we'll find them. Where, where, where are you going to be? Where do you want to play? You want to be in city centers? You want to be in Northeast, Southeast, West Coast? You want to be uh, suburban? Where, where do you want to be? Yeah, so we are, um, yes, is the answer. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, it's a national strategy. So, um, you know, we're, where our, our portfolio right now leans a little heavy East Coast. Um, I think that'll that'll disperse out over time. Um, you know, everybody's woken up to the drive to leisure uh, opportunity. That's been one of KSL's go-to markets, you know, types of markets forever. Um, we're still looking there. We're just, we're finding that a little bit harder. Um, you know, we've, we've made some investments in what I would call sort of single demand driver markets, um, you know, where the hotel's getting a very large percentage of its, of its room nights from government, military, a university, a major medical center, things like that. Um, we're okay with that because we get the benefit of the diversification. Um, we're looking at several city center opportunities now, um, being a little cautious there like everybody else. But, um, you know, in growth MSAs, uh, again, with a five, eight-year investment horizon, I, I feel that feels okay to me. Uh, yeah, I would think. Uh, when, when are you guys seeing uh, Business Traveler? coming back i mean they, they keep getting paused every time they're coming back and they pause yeah and we keep thinking it's within the next you know six to 18 months every six to 18 months yeah. <laughs> um so look i think it'll be back robustly in 2023 um our underwriting assumes assumed a relatively slow ramp um yeah. and, and um but i mean our portfolio our existing 13 hotels are projected to run 70 percent occupancy in 2022 so we think that's pretty good. That's ahead of where we thought it would be. So um, if we can get plus or minus that and then move that more into the mid to upper 70s in 23, we'll, we'll feel great. Because of your long-term outlook, if I can put words in your mouth, right? Yeah. And again, uh, if we can get it right on the back end, we'll be good. Mm -hmm. And you can, and you, your words, you can sell in this year or you can wait, hold it for 10 years, right? You're pretty flexible. Right. Yeah. We are, we are making the decision solely based on economics, right? So we're not we're not in love with the asset. It's not like we've got family members employed there or anything where there's other considerations. Uh, it's strictly math. 
for, for us and for KSL. And so we could we could sell one hotel next year. Frankly, we could sell them all if we found the right if we found the right buyer. Um, but Mission Hill is KSL's select service extended stay investment vehicle for the long term. So the team, uh, you know, will will continue to cycle the real estate. But the goal is to be part of the KSL family, you know, kind of permanently. Uh, all right, give me some give me some global predictions for twenty two. Where's your genius mind? Uh, what's your uh, crystal ball? I gotta go find it. I don't. I don't know who. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's he's on the green line to Mission Hill. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Give me some global perspectives. What do you think? Are you concerned about interest rates? You concerned about inflation? Give me or none of that. Yes. No. Yeah, all of the above. So I think that um, you know I'm 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 fairly optimistic about you know from a sort of the pandemic trajectory. You know I think we'll have waves, but each one's each one's peak will be lower. Uh, as we go forward, um, or at least that's what gets me to sleep at night. Um, I think that interest rates are, are going to move in the wrong direction on us. Um, I think that uh, the labor issue uh, and the and sort of inflation in general is going to be a big factor we're going to have to navigate the next few years. I mean, we're seeing that in every aspect of our industry. I'm sure you are as well. Are. And, um, you know, that's going to be tricky. The one, the one sort of silver lining there, if you will, relative to what I've done you know, in terms of other hotels that are larger, more operationally complicated, right? One of the things you love about extended stay and select service is sufficient operating market, right? So that I mean the cost structure is very lean. So the, the wage inflation is not quite as punitive to us as it would be at a luxury hotel um, and still allows us to operate quite profitably. So that's a benefit. Yeah, it's what everybody's learning, whether jumping in, um, especially our extended stay model. I mean, it's been so good. So, Greg, this is great. Um, I got to ask, though, final question. What, what, oh. What's the meaning behind Mission Hill? Where did that one come from? A monstrous design firm that threw out thousands of options, and that's the one we settled on? Uh, well, that's not where it came from. I will tell you, though, we were foolish enough to, to spend some of that money and uh, try and come up with names. And it's hard, right, because every good name by definition is taken in some ways. But um, you know, Mission Hill is actually very personal to me. And so Mission Hill is the name of an old neighborhood in Boston. Um, the Green Line is a public transportation system that runs through that part of the city. And Mission Hill is a, is a, is a neighborhood that was sort of the landing spot for immigrants from a number of different countries over you know, the better part of the last 150, 200 years. And um, some of them happen to have been named Keneally, but, um, but what's really neat about that neighborhood is it's where people who came with not more than grit and determination landed and then built something better, right? They built, the, you know, they were laborers and then they were skilled laborers and then their kids went to college and now they're doctors and lawyers. And, um, and so it's a really neat story. Uh, and what I think it represents for us is there are a number of people in, in our organization, even though we're small, that have, have that family story of someone who came here with nothing and worked their ass off and now made something better. And you know, Mission Hill is a startup, um, admittedly a well-funded one, but we're a startup um, and so we're building from nothing. But I also love the fact that our industry does that. Right, the hospitality industry, which doesn't get enough credit for this, in my opinion, by the way, is the first rung on the economic ladder for millions and millions of people. And some of them, like Richard Morell, the CEO of a publicly traded strategic, came all the way to that level of, of leadership, right, by climbing that, that ladder one rung at a time. And we meet people every day, as I know do you, in our industry. We're starting out as housekeepers and front desk agents and stewards, you know, who will eventually be GMs or, or executive leaders in the organizations that we do business with every day. And I just love that aspect of our industry. And I love the fact that Mission Hill means that to me and my family and to the families of other people in this office. 
Uh, I love it. I knew there was a personal story there. That's I, I had a feeling. That's why I asked the question. Uh, Greg, this is great. Uh, you're a super leader. Cheers to you guys Thank and everything you. you're doing there, Mission Hill and KSL. Um, and here's to a great 22. Let's get more done. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Teague. Thanks, Greg.